0: tea greg i'm here to spill tea oh you got the tea okay i got some tea um all right i love it how like you know it's the biggest story in the world we're not going to talk about it too much (laughs) so we've already already talked about huh? (laughs) yeah we we talked talked about
1: jada pinkett smith dude
0: you know if if uh, you you can blame hamas for making it not such a big deal that jada pinkett smith is such a piece of shit. because if that Mm. hadn't happened We'd still be talking about Tay-Tay.
1: Is that the new conspiracy theory? Is that we blame Hamas (laughs) for, or we blame Jada Pinkett for overshadowing Hamas? She funded
0: Hamas to invade Israel (laughs) so that she could drop the news and it wouldn't be a big deal.
1: She partnered with your girl, Mia Khalifa, to you know, support Hamas secretly. Is that what you're saying?
0: I don't understand what's going on there. She's got beautiful titties. I think it's unlikely.
2: Um, She's trying to sell books. That's, That's not the best way to, to do that. Well, she was
0: trying to sell a book.
2: Yeah, that's that's what all this press is about. She's trying to sell her memoirs book.
1: And why can't she?
0: What is her memoir book? Is it just like well, ugh, chapter one? She, one, one I don't think she would.
2: She would not have funded Moss to drown out her publication or her her publicity around her trying to sell a book. That doesn't make any sense
1: talking about jada pika smith yeah
0: it doesn't matter okay rick what do you got um all right on and, a serious note
1: and oh hold on was duper sounding like pac-man to you
0: yeah 100 percent. his bandwidth okay yeah so that will
1: be interesting um for the audio um, it's
0: gonna be fine we 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 get this we're getting through this uh, uh dear <laughs> so, listeners that listen to our wait, last
1: show wait is dupe reporting live from palestine
0: <laughs> is that, that what's going he's on live from the gaza strip a little bit north <laughs> of gaza city and uh Dude, power it's conditions tough. there, buddy
2: well, they're
0: get. <laughs> <all he> <laughs> um, uh-huh. so related to that, and not we we by the time this comes out, so many things could have changed, so it's really hard to be like, well, currently, because things are gonna be very different by the time we release this same same statement I made at the beginning of the last one, and Greg, you weren't there for that, but um. The the innocent people on both sides that's what I care most about personally is just I, I worry about them. Having said that some bit of news that came out um, here and i'm sure it's going to be around the news a couple things happened today in the United States stuff that they were worried about, but it really hasn't been as severe and scary as they thought. What um, uh, was it uh, Hamas the leader of Hamas had a day of jihad on the 13th Friday the 13th nothing really came of that that was fine people were still on edge. Um, So first thing that happened today in la county and I don't know if it was United States wide, but I know it was a worldwide thing uh, emails were sent to schools. uh, A lot of uh, like Catholic schools and Christian schools uh, threatening a bomb or to be bombed or to be attacked, and uh, I know the local schools around here and in la county a lot of them shut down for it. um, On on word of that threat, because it went directly to the schools and it came from overseas, they traced it back to someplace overseas. Uh, that same email threat or a bomb threat had just flown through France and England and um, some of the uh, Eastern European countries, the same thing that they're threatening that they're going to come after the schools. Um, So that happened. Um, On a very real note. And this is gonna this is gonna suck because we're trying to make the podcast funny again. So so I'm sorry, Greg. Um, I'm sure
1: I'll say some stupid (laughs) ass joke that doesn't fucking fit in somewhere. But um,
0: I don't know if you guys watched the news today. Um, And no joke, like the news is the news, and there's always bad news, right? But today I actually got hit pretty hard uh, emotionally. Uh, In Chicago today, it was reported that uh, a landlord. there was a mom and a son six-year-old boy living hmm. in his building i heard about this this was over the weekend right yeah yeah um he stabbed the mom 12 times and then stabbed the little six-year-old boy 26 times killing him and the mom was in the hospital when they buried him and the link to all of this and why it's related is that they were uh palestinian and muslim they'd lived there for years and the landlord decided this is his way to to take a stand and killed a six-year-old little boy
1: just a baby so that's been from from the u.s perspective that's that's been my biggest fear with you know i mean from just us being in the u.s right like not not yeah. talking about right and that's invasion, I'm trying to
0: bring it home right now the yeah.
1: invasion or the war right like is i'm worried about hate crimes right um, we saw an increase in uptick in hate crimes after nine eleven, right? right? Um, because at that point, you know, people people thought that Sikhs were Muslims, and they're not. They're totally different people. But right. a lot of Sikhs were, you know, innocent victims from hate crimes. We've also seen an increase in hate crimes from innocent Muslims, right? On the flip side of that, um, there's still a lot of Jewish hate, you know, through obviously throughout the world and in this country too, right? So on the flip side of that, like... I don't want to see hate crimes against jewish you know citizens as well i mean to look at all the the jewish synagogues and attacks that have happened you know with active shooter threats and everything else like over the past few years so like i'm all about people protesting that's free speech that's a right in this country protest whatever the hell you want right like that is your god-given right you know being on u.s soil is to you know, practice your free speech. Right. But the minute that that free speech escalates into acts of hate, um, then that's where the the problem is. Right. Like, um, you know, duper vastly has contrasting thoughts than us mostly right like there's there's very few times where we agree with duper right but I would never go to duper's house and kill fucking duper because we have differing beliefs right um and and that's what we need to also practice in the United States right like people are gonna you know protest and support Israel I would say a large majority of the US probably supports Israel in this right um on the contrast side of that though we we are seeing protests for the palestinian people and even worse hamas because why would you protest and and support a terrorist group or a terrorist organization i don't understand that That, um but on the flip side of that we had people supporting al-qaeda right and still do right um we have people who still protest white hate groups right um and you know other race hate groups too so dude like don't commit acts of violence man like what the fuck bro especially a fucking six-year-old boy so this he's still innocent right i am come on
0: this is why i was i brought this up i'm getting ready for work right man i have the tv on you know my rachel gets up earlier than i do um and i'm down there and i'm pouring my coffee making my lunch and getting ready to go and that came on and they reported it and they showed the picture of the little boy and no joke i'm not usually like just a emotional bitch about everything but i legitimately started crying like could not control it i couldn't believe that any human being thinks that that it's okay to take the life of a child that way based on your religious beliefs or any other mother and his mother his mother couldn't bury her son because she's in the icu they had to bury the son because their religious beliefs are to bury within you know really quickly and um she wasn't able to you know, put her son to rest on top of all of that. Like, the torture yeah. that woman's going through now. And she's a fucking American. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that, it yeah. it hit me pretty hard. And then, yeah, six hours later, we start getting these alerts like, hey, all these schools are shutting down. And, you know, I've got a teenager in school. Um, they didn't get any warning they or anything like that. But um, that was the first thing I thought is, where's my kid? You know, and what the fuck does that mean? Even when it's a a threat that's not going to amount to anything that still scares the shit out of you to think like dude i'm sending them and the school they're not it, they can't control that you know these idiots coming in and doing the things that they do why is it always a school man like why does it have to be a, a congregation at a church like those people are going in there with peace and love in their minds we don't have to agree with their uh, your religion But we know that they were not going in there and saying, "Ah, fuck those guys, motherfucking," you know, like doing horrible things. They're going into a church or the uh, answer to that is because of
1: its shock value, Rick. I know, but I fucking
0: just—it's the worst part of mankind, and I don't understand it. And it fucking hit me hard. Like that's why I'm like totally open to saying, I literally cried when I saw that because I didn't know what else to do. That's just fucking harsh. You got to deal with that, you know, and then move them, go about your day. So
1: yeah and you know go and protest protest whatever the hell you want just do it peacefully man you know and and <clears throat> here's the thing too right is that just because somebody shares the same religious beliefs as somebody in that region of the world doesn't make them automatically support a terrorist group like Hamas yeah right? educate yourself um people. just like you know Muslims in America right like most Muslims don't condemn or they condemn al-qaeda and they condemned what they did on september 11th right but yet there was increase in hate attacks against muslims nationwide right but, you know
0: so I, I learned something about hamas today um that it was founded in 1987 and it's an offshoot of the muslim brotherhood that had been around since the 40s yeah uh, the muslim brotherhood denounces them where they actually you know spouted off from they they they, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, just look into it. Not everybody yeah. believes that. You know, there's just fucked up people. There's fucked up Christians. You know, you got these fucking Klansmen out here that are using God's name to to do the the horrible shit that they've done in this country or all around the world. Like, it's it's not any different.
1: Yeah. You know? Anytime you find, anytime you find, um, the hard good work of religious groups and the good work that they do in communities, you will always find the flip side of that as somebody abusing also that said religion for their own yeah. power and personal gain, which is sad, right? Yeah. Um. You know, you have, I mean, and, and that's the thing about religion, right? It, it's you're, you're messing with people's beliefs there and belief systems and, and yeah, you know, that's when things can get crazy, but yeah, man, just thoughts and prayers to, you know, all the victims. And obviously that, that you know, that kid's family, um, you know, who have to deal with that loss now, right? Um, did they, so they caught the, did they catch the guy who did this? They caught
0: the guy, but I haven't gotten yeah. any more information about him. Did you get okay. anything, dude?
2: To- I don't think we need any more information from this guy, man. I really don't. Uh, this seems like it's, I mean... Should deserve life in prison. I mean, honestly, in my in my world, he'd be put to death, man. Yeah. He doesn't deserve the life.
1: I mean, well, I mean, I I was I was just wondering if they're charging him with hate crimes because that's a federal offense and obviously that's a much harsher penalty. But yeah, I I
2: think and and so with with the hate crime aspect of it, I I don't think hate crime should really exist. The crime is a crime, right? And murder is murder. Murdering a, a, a little boy is murdering a little boy, and that's despicable. I don't care what drove him to do it. Um, it cannot be something that we tolerate within our, our culture.
1: Well, it's the reason why that's like that is, is finding out what the motive is. Right. And then depending on what the motive is, is also what leads to these harsher penalties so in the laws. The,
0: mo- that, the motive right? came out.
1: But they, you're that's... absolutely right. Like it's irrelevant, right? Like the end result yeah. is, is that he fucking did this. Um, and it just matters from a court of law and a punishing perspective. That's all. But yeah, no, I hope they, you know, um, obviously have his day well, in court. This
2: man, if and... he would, if he, if he would have stabbed his own five or six year old child twelve times, you know, twenty six, huh? Twenty six. Yeah, if, if he would have done that to his own child, he deserves the same punishment as doing that out of hate towards anybody else. Like it, it's despicable. Yeah. yeah.
0: So the, the little boy's name was Wadea El-Fayoumi and his mother, Hanan Shaheen. They were the, they were the victims. The uh, landlord was Joseph Suba. He was a 71-year-old man. Stuck the, in uh, ways. And it is known now that he did do this in reaction to uh, Israel, Hamas, and what's going
1: on in Gaza. That's just insane, man. Yeah. So, um,
2: which doesn't make any sense, right? Because anybody who's who's... In favor of Israel and and what's going on there, and kind of you know picking that side, it doesn't make sense to retaliate in that fashion because the entire reason for this retaliation from Israel is because of that same action by by Hamas upon Israel citizens. Like that, they, they carry out the same hideous action, um, in, in revenge of that. That that's that's not acceptable. It's not good.
1: But okay. I mean, it's it's no different than. When Americans are doing hate crime against, attacks against Muslims after nine eleven, because there was a large majority of the group that thought that all Muslims were responsible for nine eleven, yeah, and it wasn't right. I mean, and it was pretty bad for like. A, I mean, he, it's it's who those guys are fucking twisted fucks, man, and whatever twisted fucking justifications they come up with to create these heinous acts is, um, it, that's known to them themselves, right? I mean, who knows? Maybe this this was the way that this dude thought that he was contributing. You know, to the Israeli effort or the U.S. efforts in supporting Israel, which is fucking asinine, right? Um, yeah, it's sad, man. It's, sad. it's,
0: it's pretty terrible. And uh,
1: and Rick yeah, he was a, charged
0: with first-degree murder, murder, attempted first-degree murder, two counts of a hate crime, an aggravated battery with a deadly weapon.
1: Yeah. So he
0: did get the hate crime.
1: Yeah. Um, dude, and isn't, I mean, not for nothing, but this is in Chicago, right? yeah isn't chicago still like the highest murder rate in the nation I man I knew they were a few years ago they might have been no yeah. i don't know if they still are or not Duke, Do you know by chance
2: yeah you know, I, I know chicago's got a lot of violence their gun violence yeah. especially yeah.
0: gun violence is the worst out there right still might be was there yeah. it was like a, sh- a crapshoot between them like philadelphia and texas or something like that there's three states with the town yeah. i don't remember what it was
2: you know, yeah. start um,
0: between that and then the uh, threats and then like, yeah, that whole day of jihad, my daughter went to school and then she rushed home and she had homecoming that night. And, and all I was thinking was like, of course, if anything stupid happened, you know, there's a, know, a high school fucking dance happening right there. You know, am I really going to be comfortable? But then you have to think like, do I live in fear of these pieces of shit? Or do we try to live our lives? and and keep her head on a swivel, be be prepared and aware to do what you got to do to get out of there if something happened. It's
2: funny that that, that, that kind of spooked you a bit there. Um, it wasn't the because... day of jihad
0: that spooked me. It's the constant, like the other school sh- shutting down, and it's the perspective that where I work, I'm 40 minutes away from her. I, to me to get to her, it's going to be 35, 40 minutes before I can get to that school, unless I'm doing 150 and fucking causing an accident. Um. well so just being that far away and if something should happen you know you, you've seen the school shootings that shit's just as terrifying to me
1: yeah I would be more scared about a school shooting or something than than a terrorist attack from Hamas of on the US homeland. and
0: it's not it's not that it's just a threat to my my kid it's a threat to the schools as a whole that's why I said right. it's not just this but like why do people fucking target schools like yeah. th- this is terrible like It doesn't have to be a terrorist attack. Did you let
1: your daughter go? She went homecoming. She went. She had a good time. She had a great time. And that was probably the last thought on any of their minds.
0: Yeah. And that was good. And we did, we did kind of have a talk about it because it was brought up at school. And I just said, look, seriously, be aware of your surroundings. If you feel uncomfortable, you call me right away. If anything ever happens, anytime you're at school, you guys have drills, you know what to do. Stay calm. Call me, you know, follow follow the the plan and and i'll be there as soon as i can it's the best we can do but you never fucking know and this this is on a college campus but this is the college campus where there was an active shooter what seven or eight years ago and they shot the sheriff the big uh Hmm. the big deal out here that started at that college campus
2: Um, i i have i have two questions kind of coming off this do you guys think that there's sleeper cells of Hamas in the united states why wouldn't there be I mean, technically you can say there's sleeper cells of everybody in the
1: United States. Right,
0: exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Well, there's there's probably a sleeper cell. Now now everything.
1: how far their reach is and what they're capable of doing is a completely different question. Right. I don't think so.
2: Like I, I okay, so I think that they, there could be, but I don't think that they're active threats because I think they would have they would have struck on the same day that they struck Israel, right? Mm-hmm. reasonable. Well, that, that's, that's what I'm trying done. to get at is did yeah. they
1: have the means to do it right, yeah, like if anything, they're just there. There may be cells of hate, right? But th- like they're not capable of doing another 9 11, right? Like,
2: um, but they but were capable of doing I, what they did I, to Israel, yeah. You know, I would,
1: yeah, but they're in Israel, right? They're in yeah. Palestine, they're right yeah. there, right? Like, doing it, you know, across the pond, as they say here in our homeland, is something that's completely different. I'd be more worried about, you know, like. Like what we talked about, active shooter attacks, right? Um, then I wouldn't be like full Domestic blown bomb terrorism. detonations stuff like that. But you know, they started their attack by, you know, parachuting in, which who the fuck thought that Hamas would parachute in anywhere, right? You know what it is? Um,
0: they watched Red <laughs> Dawn. <laughs>
1: They're like, Wait, the Cubans think, did it? Yeah. Um <laughs> Wolverine. Second question, I, See, I have a second a question joke. too.
2: Yeah. Do you guys think that we should in the United States take um, Hamas. Well, not Hamas, but Gaza refugees.
0: Should we take refugees? I think Gaza? so. Yeah, I mean we we've taken Ukrainian re- refugees. Uh, we take but, refugees but from how how we about
1: are? we let Israel open up the Egypt border and you know let Egypt take those guys in first so to provide Egypt immediate can't, aid.
0: they can't financially take care of them. That's 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 what Egypt's saying. They can't economically handle it
1: no well egypt is all egypt is also in fear of pissing off israel because they got their asses handed to them back in their war that they had with them back in the 60s or 70s Mm -hmm. Um, i think it's more than that though and israel also destroyed part of the bridges that would have allowed them to border access into egypt as well Mm so
2: so the guys over in the west bank and the guys over in gaza they don't have a good relationship even like even Palestine's kind of fractured because Hamas kind of rules over Gaza because of extremism down there. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know where those refugees go. Cause I assume that there are some innocent people down there without a doubt. There are, there are some people that, that might not be radicalized. I mean, obviously there are because Israel gives out work visas to people who work in Gaza. Um, but how do you differentiate that? How, how do you figure out which ones are radicalized and which ones aren't right. and And then, how do you get them to the, the help that they need? It's kind of a, a tricky well, it brings situation
0: back to is it trauma? Is it radicalization? Is it something else?
2: Well, they're like, taught it in school.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's certain things. And 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 I, I was actually listening to something recently um, from a Palestinian, a, a man that's, uh, been there, grew up there. And, you know, he was there through the in whole Gaza thing or the West I mean, in Gaza. Yeah. And uh, they were trying to get his perspective of what do the Palestinians think of Gaza and or of Hamas. And he was trying to bottom line, he was saying, well, during peace times, they're pointing their fingers at Hamas saying, why are we living like this? The unemployment rates over 60 percent. The economy here is ass like we people are dying, waiting to get a pass, a visa to go to Israel to get medical care. And, And it's because of you shooting these fucking rockets into Israel and making them. Put up the walls. That's how they blame them during peacetime. At the time of war, um, Gaza saying, "Well, we're doing this for you. We're fighting for the freedom of you to get our land back. We're doing this for you for freedom, right?" And they and they uh, they see that there's a shift, uh, especially in the the villagers, um, the, the the lower class. Um, there's a, more of a shift for support to Hamas. So it's not that they're radicalized; it's that they're clinging on to. They just need to live better, like they just want a better life, and it's not necessarily who it is that's going to give it to them. It's that they offer that opportunity and they have hope that that might be the path that they can take right now to fucking like at this point, they just need fucking clean water, they're drinking salt water. There are people drinking well, well, so, salt water you know it's, that's crazy
2: there there is that thought process, but then when you get some of them um uh, palestinians that, that came uh, from a
0: Palestinian by the way,
2: so. so but when you get them out into the United States and, and you see these um, rallies that that are happening across the United States and in Europe, where they're saying death to the Jews and death to America, I mean these are people who aren't in need of supplies, right? And they're still making those same chants. And Was that's there, not that's not that all in front of everybody. Yeah, it happened. Dude. There's some, uh, but so. <sighs> this...
0: I haven't seen any. I've seen protests, but I haven't seen anything where they're saying death to America.
2: Yeah, it was in New York City. It happened in New York. Um there's there's been some. Are you talking about the protest that was
1: like pro Hamas protests in New York? Yeah. So those people are already in the country and they're allowed to protest. You're allowed to protest protest, and fucking say the same thing off
2: Las Vegas Boulevard. Absolutely. I I agree and they should be monitored, but the the point remains. So you take them out of that that because you said that the issue is is need, is resources, right? And that's really what's driving any support for them. Um, but if if it's need, and that's that's what the hate, where the hate comes from, then how are they in thriving countries and still with the hate?
1: Wait, wait, say it again. I'm not understanding.
2: Your question already in in countries where they who are in countries refugees need? yeah well not the refugees but some palestinians where yeah. they don't have need they don't have a whole bunch of want but they do have um they, they still have that hate they still want you know that to, to some jewish people and they still want that to america
1: well, dude, everybody's allowed to have their own thoughts. We have people in America right now that hate America. I mean, that aren't Palestinian or funny anything as you else. say that. And, there you know, were
0: BLM protesters in 2020 going death in America. Y'all know <clears>
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean uh, I mean, like and it kind of goes to my point earlier is that you know you're allowed to say whatever you want, but don't physically harm anybody or businesses on top of that. Right? Like don't don't physically you know, attack somebody or their business or affect their, their, their way of living. Right. Um, and you should never put your hands on anybody, um, ever, unless I'm it's self-defense obviously, but, um, but it's, it's, it's tough, right? I mean, you got, <laughs> you got, you got, I mean, as this war is evolving, it's, it's very interesting, right? Like you have, um, you have Putin saying that met with all those leaders, you know, um today or yesterday saying that he's about having rick why are you sharing your screen and just dragging through fucking Google? i'm trying to find yeah.
0: anywhere where there was a protest that said death to america the last time that it was brought up was in 2020 by blm and before that there was a uh, there was a claim that in 2016 and in, in 2016 yeah in chicago that there was a uh, pro-palestine um march saying death to america but that was actually proven to be false also so, I haven't seen it in the US. That's all I'm getting at. I, I'm just trying to find it. So, that's what I see me looking quit for.
1: quit sharing your screen.
0: Oh, sorry. I didn't realize
1: I was still sharing. I I, I know. I, I And mean, Lee has to tell you every week, and now I have to tell you. Check. Sort of. um, but anyway, like, so, you know, Putin's saying, yeah, we're all about finding a peaceful end to those guys, but yeah, he doesn't want to find a peaceful end in his own war that he started with Ukraine. <laughs> so, that's kind of interesting. You have Israel now attacking Hezbollah in Lebanon. Um, so that's, you know, obviously increased the threat regionally. You have the U S that's going to send 2000 troops and keep them offshore nearby over a Marine reactionary force. And then they're also, I think sending like 200, uh, medical personnel to Israel to support that. Um, but then you have Israel saying, Hey, everybody, uh, flee, you know, get out of the North, evacuate to the South, but yet. You know, you have over, I think, four hundred thousand people that are not able to flee anywhere because all the border crossings are closed. So it's 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 kind of a hot mess, um, just like all wars are, right? Um, but now you have Israel says that they've reopened water channels, but Palestinians are disputing that fact on some fronts. Um, and then you have hospitals that are like running out of fuel for their generators um, to you know provide. Hospital critical care, so and they can't get aid um you know to to keep hospitals powered up um you have a Kuwaiti hospital that was that was told to flee um you know from Israel, and they're like, no, we're not going to leave, we're going to continue to provide care, but now they're running at risk of getting bombed it's 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 ugly man so it, I it also really want to point
0: is. out by the time you guys are listening to this, this is seven days later. We are recording a little early this week, and uh, yeah, this is going to be very different in a week,
1: I'm sure. Yes, to be fair, it's as of October 16th
2: when we're recording this. Yeah. Hopefully this so. doesn't age poorly, but I, I will say that the thing that, that I'm more, most grateful for, full of recently is the fact that this hasn't spilled over onto our streets, right? There, there's not been any big... Um riots or anything at that start here in the united states So that, that is a good thing, and hopefully it remains peaceful here on our front,
1: yeah, I that's what I texted you guys from the very beginning when this was popping off. I was like, I'm worried about what's gonna happen on our soil right yeah. like and continue to protest and and you know um and you know send your support however you want um there's multiple different um you know support systems out there for both sides, right for Israel and Palestine. Um, Yeah, I'm sure you could check out our Department of State website for, you know, legit resources on where you can donate your money. Um You know, and he, yeah, that's my biggest fear is I don't want us rioting over Israel, Palestine here on U.S. soil.
0: I don't you know. I don't think it'll happen that way. I think. That I don't think it the, will
1: either, but it depends on how this conflict evolves.
0: Obviously. I'm more concerned about the conflict um, escalating with other countries. That's what yeah. I'm more concerned about.
1: Um, so you're more worried about like an
2: Iran getting involved in this, or I am
0: more concerned about Iran getting involved in this, or somehow tying up <clears throat> Hezbollah through Iran. Um, once Iran gets in, they have buddies too, so it gets a little
1: weird. I mean, it didn't you?
2: Israel bomb somebody else too?
1: Jordan, Hezbollah, and Lebanon, And Jordan, yeah. 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 Um, which is interesting because we all know that iran secretly backs all those groups so yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what iran does if anything um other than maybe providing support covertly um
2: by the time yeah, this we'll airs. see but
1: ultimately like i don't know i don't think you know i don't think this is gonna escalate to a world war three situation uh let's hope not obviously um it'll probably taiwan well that's always a threat um what do you but i don't know man like like china's economy is starting to tank so you know i mean we'll we'll see what happens there with their economy and how that impacts us globally do you Um, think
0: um greg in seven days when this airs do you think by then they'd actually start their ground invasion because it's been 10 days and they've been building up
1: at this point um it's possible i i I don't put anything past israel man israel is always marched to the beat of their own drum and you know, for whether that's good or bad, they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want to do, right? I just hope sure. that humanitarian aid channels can open and and be able to provide support to those who need it the most. And yeah, one hundred percent.
2: so do you think Israel has any chance of going back into a Zionist mo- movement and maybe expanding upon this moment, moving towards Jordan or anything of that sort? Uh,
1: so. I don't think so, unless like those countries attack, and Egypt has already said that they're not, um, right. you know, because they're scared shitless of Israel, um, you know, so they're not going to do it, and and Iran is kind of, I don't want to say Iran is too radical, but ju- if Iran does jump in, so like the difference between now and you know the the Arab-Israeli war of the sixties and seventies is that, you know. Everybody it was like an automatic thing, right? Like, you know, if if one attacks, we must all attack and we must all support each other. I think nowadays, if they're kind of like the the rest of the the Arab world is kind of waiting and seeing, especially Saudi Arabia. Now, Saudi Arabia has just reopened talks with Israel not too long ago, right? So I don't think that even if like Iran attacks Israel, that necessarily all those Arab nations are obviously gonna back and support that, right? I think they're going to they're going to kind of see wait and see what happens um so i don't i now obviously if those nations escalate then yes israel's definitely going to expand and escalate and then they're going to expand their territory right um but i don't see that happening i think right now it's still going to remain a localized conflict and then we'll see where it goes from there hopefully it gets
2: resolved quickly um but it's... yeah, the situation with iran and and Hamas, it's very similar to the situation I would say that we have with Ukraine where they're fighting a proxy war, yeah, they don't want to actually get
1: well, they have been for, they have been for decades, right? I mean, um, more so Hezbollah than Hamas, but I mean... they're still supporting Hamas. Um, actually, i I would recommend a great book that I read back in college, and yes, I did read a book. Um, it's actually called The Son of Hamas. Um and I really expected
0: it to be like Clifford goes to the zoo or something. I'm not gonna <laughs> like, like, <laughs> hates Mondays. That's on my
1: that's on my coffee table now, Rick. Don't get it twisted. Um, you know, Alvin but it's, dad <laughs> it's actually a good book about you know, he, this this guy was actually the son of a prominent Hamas leader and he was actually you know, on the path of actually replacing him and becoming, like, one of the leaders, if not the leader of Hamas, right? Um, And he kind of obviously gives the background from the Hamas perspective of what they deal with and what they dealt with in, you know, Palestine and all that. Um, But then he actually um, meets, like, um, he actually becomes, like, an undercover, like, spy for Mossad. And then he ends up like meeting like some Christian groups and actually becomes a Christian. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know where he lives now. I mean, he can live anywhere, but I think he lives in Europe now, or at least at the end of the book. But it's a very good book that actually kind of describes the background of that and, and from like the Hamas mindset. Um, and then he even makes comments like in the book, like in the very beginning of his childhood, where like, you know, it used to be like mandatory that they would tell their kids, well, hey, throw slingshot rocks at Israeli soldiers. And the whole time yeah. he's like, "What are you doing? You're throwing rocks at tanks. Like, what, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like." But he he goes in and describes the mindset very well. So if you want a good book to read, go check out that book. It's it's a good book.
0: What was the name of the book?
1: Son of Hamas. Oh,
0: there we go. Yeah.
1: Just want to make sure we got. I, it I can't twice. remember the author, but that's what the name of the book is.
0: Mm.
1: Um. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, obviously, and then <sighs> what a tangled web we weave, right? Because It is funny. Like you sent that one meme rip of like the guy holding the hands of his girlfriend walking down the street and then like the guy turning around and looking at the hot chick. Yeah, Yeah. it was like you know where like the girlfriend is Ukraine and then the hot chick was Israel and the guy turning around like that is so true. Like nobody's talking about
2: Ukraine anymore.
0: I know. Isn't that crazy? No. Ten days and all of a sudden Ukraine doesn't exist.
2: Yeah.
1: We're still and we're debating.
2: Still sending, and here's another issue I have, right, is so we're sending all these truckloads of cash to Ukraine. So now we're sending money to Israel. When are we going to take care of Maui?
0: Well, they have. Very they true. actually have done a lot for Maui. Uh, if you go back and yeah. look, um, the rebuild has already started. Um, nobody's losing their land or anything like that. Uh, the government's actually working on funding to rebuild the housing. So... uh the only <laughs> semi misstep is that the governor wanted to reopen tourism on that side of the island like early to make sure that mm. they stayed employed. That was his okay. pretense for it, but it sounded more like the hotels didn't want to lose money. So okay. That that's the only recent misstep, but they have uh the Department of Transportation has stepped in a lot. Um FEMA's done a lot um there's there if you go and google you, you'll see like uh there there has been a significant amount of money and time invested in the maui
1: yeah but that's not going to happen people need to realize like that's going to take decades yeah of rebuilding that's not yeah. going to happen and but dupe brings up a valid point no one's really talking about maui anymore either no you know? and and you know and here we are we are now you know a month away from another government shutdown because that's when the CR expires and oh, it's going to happen. And we don't have a speaker <laughs> of the house yet. Um, and, and now we have to, to talk about, we're still debating the U- Ukrainian funds and now we're going to be debating Israeli funds on top of it. Um, now if I had to take a guess on what they would do, uh, is always going to take the priority, right? Um, that's just the way our government's been from day one. We've always automatically backed Israel and everything. Um, but it's, yeah, so it's, it's going to be more money that's taken away from American citizens of support to support two wars that technically we have nothing to do with. You know what else we're not talking about? Hockey um, and how it three,
0: started. <laughs> three major earthquakes in Afghanistan in eight days.
1: Right. Ago. Yeah. They said, what, over 16,000 people dead?
0: Mm. That's, that's insane.
1: That's Yeah, that's insane. Look at me getting all the, you know, I go to Europe for three weeks and I get caught up on all this foreign news, man. It's crazy that we're not talking
0: about it. I know it's Afghanistan and people have feelings about that country, too. But those are those are innocent people that are just they could use help, too, you know, like. Wouldn't
2: you prefer to see the American government send out humanitarian aid versus funding wars? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: One hundred percent. I think that's what we should be doing. We should be. We should be leading from the front in humanitarianism. That's that's my which 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 we
1: do. Let's not twist it. Right. I mean, we have foreign. We have foreign organizations called USAID. And that's their sole purpose is providing humanitarian aid all over the world. Right. I'm not
0: saying we don't. I think that that should be what we lead with, though. Right. Not, Uh hey, I'm sending 2000 troops. No, actually, I'm sending this NGO over there with enough food to feed. You know fifty thousand people you know something well, like yeah that. remember
2: that those those troops do sometimes come with with humanitarian aid as well we, yeah, we see them doctors, get as, as warriors you know. but
1: well and most of the most of the soldiers that we deploy nationwide or globally are are in support positions whether they're medical they're police they're whatever and and obviously when they're sending you know combat arms peoples well they do that as deterrent right Okay, look, I'm like like there we still have an aircraft carrier that's on its way to, you know, the Middle East by the way. Um, so we do it as a deterrent, but yeah, man, I mean, you got diplomacy and you got you also got our intelligence services that are in the mix there too. So yeah, it gets it gets definitely ugly. But yeah, I agree like why are we spending so much?
2: Now that's the debate, right? Well, inflation mean, is running rampant, you know, and it's yeah. kind of kind of a scary situation yeah and, and
0: i'm not th- against fighting russia but when you think about how much money you've sent over there and how that money could have been put back into you know follow the fdr route <clears throat> um the new deal kind of thing and find a way to put back into our own infrastructure to create jobs create livable wages for our own economy that's probably it's would crazy a better like, investment
1: also when i was in europe man like I, I forgot i wanted to take a picture and send it to you guys but there's like, especially all around Paris, like you drive around Paris and there's literally like posters of Ukrainian soldiers, like on their bridges and like, um, like at the French embassies um, that were like in Italy and stuff, they actually hang the Ukrainian flag. A lot of the embassies around the world are also hanging the Ukrainian flag, like off their embassy flags as well. So I was like, Hmm, this is interesting, you know? Mm. So I think, I think, you know, there's also a lot of support for Ukraine in Europe, as well be um, a shit would storm maybe, if
0: we did that <laughs> you know <laughs> Imagine yeah, the, yeah, yeah the hate and the vitriol that would be posted yeah. out there if we hung ukrainian flags at our capital buildings yeah. or embassies it shouldn't happen
1: yeah um i didn't see it on the u.s embassy though to be fair um you know that we just had our flag and then you know like the, the european union flag and stuff like that um but dude, it's funny though. Like we drive past like all the, like I say all, but like in these different countries, like each time we drove, they're like, oh, there's the American embassy, in America, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I was like all excited. Um, but yeah, so Ukraine is not just a U.S. thing. It's, it's a European thing as well. And I think a lot of people forget about that here. We're not the only ones funding that war, yeah. but we did just send them fucking a shit ton of, you know, M one Abrams tanks. So that's good times. On top let's of the f-16 that jets that we sent and you know all that stuff well see how it works out man yeah. i don't know but here's the thing right like okay so ukraine and, and i'm doing like the duper and i'm just kind of extending this point out but <laughs> what the thing that that i think about this entire time with funding ukraine is who the fuck is leading that war right like and we're spending all this money and it's just skirmishes back and forth. It's literally Afghanistan all over again, right? Like, why can't we have a coordinated response and get these motherfuckers to take land and not give it back? Because I think ideally Russia has not been giving their full might to the Ukrainians, right? Like they, they keep sending in reserve troops and, and Wagner troops and, and things like that. So like, you can't tell me that with these reserve troops that after all these, this whole year and these billions of dollars and all this equipment that we send. And that's just us. Like let's not, that's not even mentioning that Britain has has been sending them tanks for months now. Um, And France has been sending them military weapons too. Like they have all these weapons and all these resources. Right. And yet they cannot hold their land. Like what the fuck? Like that—that's what frustrates me, right? Like, like at least with us in America, like, you know, we take it, we fucking hold it, we're not giving it back to you, right?
2: Um, mm, no, no, that—that's not the world war anymore. That's—that's that's yeah. not how we fight wars on the on the west anymore. Because I mean, you look at Iraq. Look at Iraq. We were in Baghdad in a week.
1: Yeah. Now, 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 <laughs> I, then, it, but we still held that land, right? We just dealt with counterinsurgency at that point. These motherfuckers are still fighting legitimately over city blocks, right? And I'm like, dude, just take it and fucking hold it. Like, what are you doing? Um, Now,
2: granted, they're troops. Look at, look, at what, look at what's coming, the backlash that Israel's getting for doing that same thing, right? Like, when, when, you, when you do go all-out war, there's a lot of backlash on that in today's world. Yeah. The israel's that, that's all the those backlash are different from israel wars. right now
0: the yeah. backlash with israel is because innocent people are getting hurt and it doesn't it didn't appear at the beginning and it still kind of doesn't appear like they're looking at the humanitarian effort where even russia is well
2: whoa, 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 whoa. israel you don't think they're looking at the humanitarian effort
0: i don't think they're leading with that so if they, they
2: could have. you don't think that they could have cleared Jaws already
0: but like leveled the whole thing yeah potentially. Well, what what's yeah, the benefit could've. to them to do it that way, though?
2: To so you eliminate your enemy, right? If it's so just the hate else. thing, then you just eliminate your enemy. I
0: don't...
1: Well, and that was going to be my next point, is... is, Well, and and the whole point I've been trying to make over all our text messages is that this shit has been going on for over 70 years, and nothing's working on either side. So, I think we need to get smart people in the room... And then also, both Israel and Palestine need to have patience and flexibility and have the openness to want to adapt to find a new solution.
2: And... I have a smart person in the room right now, Greg. And uh-huh. I have a question for you. Yeah. So, what's the relationship between Israel and the West Bank?
1: Well, right now, not good. <laughs> but how, how has it been? Yeah. So, so. I mean, uh, in comparison it, to Gaza. So. So, uh, yeah, I, I know that those are two separate things. I'm just combining it for simplicity to just Palestine, right? Because a lot of the conflict has been from, and I don't mean, I'm not talking about this recent this recent conflict, right? I'm talking about right. for decades, the reason why the Palestinian people were pissed is because nobody recognized them as an independent nation, right? Right. They finally got some of that over the past, like, you know, decades or so. Um, But they're still not, they're still not an independent nation that's capable of supporting themselves, right? Like they still have to rely on Israel for almost everything. Water, power, infrastructure, trade, things like that, right? Um, But they're at least starting to formally get recognized, you know, and even the Olympics had like independent, you know, States to like, allow them to compete. Right. Um, my, here's my problem. Right. Is that like, okay. In the very beginning, Israel, the Jewish people took that over, created their nation state, other Arab nations in response to that invaded them. Right. Because they felt that their lands are being, you know, taking, you know, being removed. Right. Um, and I think there's even something in like the Quran or whatever that basically denotes that like, like when one gets attacked, we all get attacked type, you know, think about NATO, right. Hence why like the Arab Israeli war was between so many, huh?
2: You're basically like, you where one goes, they all go, right.
1: (laughs) I was thinking more like NATO, but, um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah. Um, so. But my point is is that, you know, over the decades, it seems like every few years, you know, Hamas will attack, um, and then Israel responds, and then normally Israel's response in the aftermath of that is, we'll either take more land away, right, or we'll restrict border crossings, right, Um, and, and, you know, then there's peace for a little bit, and then five years later, there's another attack, and then here we go all over again, right? um so i'm just trying to say from from there needs to be a different perspective right like there needs to be something new and here's the other thing too is that both groups need to agree to that lasting peace right i mean bill clinton one of the huge things that bill clinton did was get yasser arafat and god i can't remember the prime minister of israel back then to actually sign the peace accord talking about an oslo in the 90s um the peace, yeah. Um the two nation state. That was the peace accord. Um, yeah, and then but there was an agreement to that, right? Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing is that you know, and then Hamas is a terror organization, but once those terms are agreed to, and those terms need to actually be <clears throat> they need to be something that doesn't just benefit Israel, right? Like they're, they're I, I would love to see a combined some type of combined nation state where it's not just Jewish right it's it's another nation that accommodates all those people but that's that's a heavy lift and that's a heavy wish list um because of the religious and the political beliefs set aside for the Jewish people wanting to have their own nation state and they're not necessarily going to give that up to and you know to have um other entities be a part of that state without having there to be adjustment to their constitution and what they can do, but dude, seventy years well, of conflict.
2: Well, the, the seventy years of bloodshed. Uh, don't you feel like you're kind of conflating all Muslims with with the terrorist organizations when you when you make all. statements like that? You, do you think that Muslims and, and you don't know? Well, and I'm, I'm just asking questions. Muslims and Jewish people can they live? Can they coexist? Can can they live peacefully?
1: Yeah, I mean, they do it in other yeah. nations all across the world. All right. So, and Christians too. Don't forget about Christians.
0: So, don't forget so, that there's and, one and other. Little place. Like well,
1: hold on, Rick. I'm,
2: I'm trying to let him get his point out. Again. Israel has a large Muslim population within their borders as well. Within Israel itself, and they can coexist. Uh, but once you get Hamas in there, I think that that's where we're at in, in these, these extremist groups. I think that's where the, the the real issue is.
1: So how do you remove a terrorist group, dude? It's tough, man. I mean, we've never been successful you, at it. You can't, right? I mean, it, the, well, you can, but it takes years and years of effort, right? When you're looking at the Israeli conflict with Palestine, Hamas, that whole region, a, a very great example is what the U.K. had to deal with with Northern Ireland back in the 80s. I was going to say the
2: Americans. No. They lost that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they have colonies.
1: Oh, yeah. I wanted to tell you, right? Like, I, I, I learned this, like, right before my trip. But I guess at the U.S. Embassy um, in London, like, it's, like, right by the River Thames, right? And I guess, like, uh, on one of their higher floors, and it's always illuminated, but they have like a big-ass copy of the Declaration of Independence, and it's always out looking at like par- UK Parliament. <laughs> it's always lit up even at night. <laughs> they have a fucking a lit up just, window with just the Declaration of Independence in the Greg, window. Is it true like, you, cannot,
0: that... you really can't tip out there? Because I really wanted you to tip $17.76. No, $17. Yeah.
1: Well, you can, but nobody does it. That, Greg, it.
2: Greg that's when america was great when we would troll the world just to do it yeah that's America. That's america i want to be in yeah exactly
0: so i was just going to point out like one of the things that we kind of overlook when we're talking about this is um in this region specifically this plot of land it is very um tied to it's it's heavily tied to religion and um i learned a lot about like Obviously, we understand that there's some history to why Christians want the, Israel to have that all that land. Um, part of the whole twelve tribes going back to their to their biblical beliefs of uh, how end times go for their second coming of Jesus. They need this to happen. So you have that problem too. And I think that we're we're talking about trying to mesh these two nations, but we also have to look at like they're so heavily ingrained in their own religions, and looking like Israel. I can't see them ever saying, yeah, we're going to give away the land that we need to. And the Christians saying, yeah, we're going to, we're going to make sure the Israelites can't have all that land so that, you know, we can't have our second coming of, of Christ. You know, to me, I feel like that's, that's weighing heavily on everything that they can't look at it like just two civilized societies, uh, from the same gene pool. I'll point that out again, that need to, to coexist. They don't feel like they can exist in that area. And. You've got the, the Palestinians and the Muslims that are saying, this is our holy land because we fucking lived here. And it's like, well, the Israelites did too. But they look at it from, you know, they, they, the, what is it? The Abraham and the Yahweh and all that shit talking about Gog and Magog. And they want to bring all that to happen like that. That's the kind of shit that kind of mucks this up. I think more than anything, I think religion mucks this up more than anything. Well, here's, here's,
1: oh, and oh God, I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm not trying to I'm say like, like, oh, religion is to... bad. I'm just saying that I believe that um, strong religious um, beliefs are what is going to or, uh, continue to plague the opportunity for peace there. Uh,
1: possibly yes, and and it's what well, it's what the the bad people use as justification to continue right. a conflict. Right? right, exactly. That's the point I'm trying to get at: is that we need a new approach, right? And I'm not trying to say, don't give up your religious beliefs. That's You can totally, completely keep your religious beliefs. The problem now is that we've been dealing with 70 years of conflict. and And what people see now is a constant source of revenge, as opposed to going back, analyzing, and figuring out, okay, why hasn't this worked over 70 years, right? And what can we do to resolve that so it's peaceful for 70 years, as opposed to... Keeping peace for three to five and then another conflict, another war, and another three to five, another conflict war. Um, and I don't think well, anybody really- revolution. so. That's what I was gonna kind of get at, right? Is okay. is how often do you hear about the IRA conducting bombings in Ireland now?
0: Does the IRA still exist?
1: Yeah, it still yeah. exists. I don't know that. You know? But but how often are there bombings in Ireland now? Not often. How how often are there skirmishes against the UK military police and you two and saved other... the
0: day on all of it? Yeah.
1: You know. Who did? You two. You two bono. Bono. Yeah. It was all bono. Yeah. Is that what we need? We need we need bono to give a concert in Palestine. <laughs> can you move the
0: spear to Jerusalem? <laughs> so they can do a residency there.
1: <laughs> so so the what resolved that was eight hundred
2: dollars a ticket. Oh. <laughs>
1: Gee, is that how much it costs for real? It's fucking stupid. Yeah. oh that's insane. Yeah. I um, the closer I, you get to, the more expensive it gets. It's crazy. I'd rather save up my money and and you know save it for when VGK goes to stand like who Cup wants to see
0: again? you two for eight hundred? Who wants to see you two? First of all, but then for eight hundred dollars, like get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, that's but not, that's not. Take but hey? I don't think it's as much about you two as it is oh being in the sphere. Right? I know, but somebody else
2: will come that's better. You know, you know who wants to see that, Rick? Who?
1: Israel. <laughs> probably right, right whoop, um, drop your guns flying out <laughs> but, no, but <laughs> so the response to that though is is years of diplomacy and and people willing to budge and and willing to have political representation and actually have that political representation mean something not just a a like a proxy group that holds no power right and i think that's also a part of it right but to get there it's gonna take a long time. Right. Um, but you can never completely remove somebody by force. Um, you know, I mean, you just can't, especially nowadays, right? Like, you know, especially with social media that hate is just going to continuously stir. Um, but even like pre-internet days, right. Um, and I kind of want to be careful with my words, but it is very difficult to remove any group, let alone a terrorist group. Right. Um, you know, hitler never removed the jews right even though that was his goal right but the jews are still here today um in rwanda you still have hutus and tutsis right in china you still have the uyghurs right um you know and you even go, you in, go
2: all the way back to the roman times they they couldn't defeat the yeah. germanics
1: i mean so it's very hard to completely remove a base of people through through war right so what's the answer? And and I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like a peace loving hippie here, but, you know, diplomacy and representation um, is what the answer is. And, and people with flexibility and adaptability. And that's the thing, right? I don't think Israel is willing to adapt to the point of where they need to be to give in to a compromise of of what the palestine people need and i don't think palestine is flexible enough to remove all those years of hate um and acceptance of the jewish state to resolve the conflict on their side too but ultimately that is what is needed to resolve this conflict because if not then we're just you know then the next skirmish will happen three to five years ago and then we're just in this ugly cycle of fucking endless conflict you
2: know but isn't isn't that exactly the same situation with Ukraine and Russia? So because they're both just yeah. over land disputes and then but Ukraine the, won't come to the table and Hamas won't come to the table. But and the difference is that and, is that and Russia you, and Israel are both not willing to give up concessions.
1: True. Um but the difference there is that Ukraine is actually its own nation, right? Whereas Palestine's not really. You know, they're they they they've been getting some reckon reckon why can't I talk?
2: Recognition.
1: Um, Yeah, recognition from from the world, but they're not an established European nation state like Ukraine is, right? They're
2: Um, they're more in a situation like Taiwan.
1: Yeah. Um, yes, that's actually a very good example. Um, but there hasn't Taiwan isn't launching rockets into China every three to five years, right? Um, Taiwan is just doing it through other means economically, and China's like, No, 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 um, we want that money um and that land. So, but that's a, that's a very good um, comparison there, I think. Um, but yeah, and it, it just pisses me off that neither side is really, and, and here's the thing, right? Like, I want to be careful here. Like, Hamara, Israel has every right at this point, it's 70 years, they're their own nation. You need to let it go. You need to let it be, let them be their own nation. And they are allowed to to protect their own borders, right? Now, how they protect those borders and how they respond to those acts is something that is also another issue, right? Like, I don't think Israel should, I don't think Israel's response should be just launching fucking airstrikes just because these guys would launch attacks, right? Like, it's, they they know that they're the superpower, right? It'd be like the equivalent of the U.S., you know, dropping nukes and just saying, Hey, well, cause fuck you, we can do it. Right. Like there needs to be a more, a better response that doesn't kill people who are innocent in this war. Right. Um, and now you're killing, I think there's like, you know, like 31 aid workers that got killed by an airstrike. Right. Um, okay. now here's the thing too, like, like when I, I always hate airstrikes, cause they're not like people want to do it because it's the easiest thing to do, but Dude, how many times did we airstrike Osama bin Laden and in Al Qaeda, and he survived, right? Like, the airstrikes aren't always the answer, right? Um, And then you know those missiles are so powerful that they destroy fucking blocks of buildings around them, which isn't even their initial intent. Like, one of the first things that they were showing on European media was that Israel blew up a mosque, right? Then that may not have been their intent, but they're they're literally interviewing Palestinian people in front of a collapsed mosque, and you're like, Well, that doesn't help matters, right?
2: Yeah, like, That's um, for optics, though. That, you know, was, that was purely for optics. And
1: yeah, um, but
2: but what do you I think the people fact- are seeing? <laughs> they're seeing those optics, right? But they terrorist organizations will use mosques as weapons storage. Absolutely. That right. I doubt. Absolutely. I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, we um, both have. I mean, I saw guys running out of a mosque, shoot a rocket, and then run back inside the mosque. And we can't engage. Yeah, right. So, yeah. there comes to a point where where you can't keep hiding behind that. And but, that, but that, even that leads me to my next question, though, Greg. But hold is, on. But
1: even us as a superior, dominant fighting force didn't shoot a hellfire into that mosque. Even even when um, ah, what's the fucktard's name who, um. Uh, the um, the Al Qaeda in Iraq leader—I can't remember his name—but even when he when he fought off against us and was doing like a siege in his mosque, we didn't blow up his mosque, right? Um, so like there has to be a more controlled way to get what they want. And this is Israel, dude—they have the best, probably you know, next to us, you know, and they have one of the best fighting forces in the world. And on top of that, they have one of the best intelligence services in the world. Um, Mossad is just as fucking capable as the CIA, if not better, in other areas, especially in knowing who is Hamas and who's
2: not, and just watching. What's that? Do you think it's real? Allowed it to happen? I don't say, Dave. They... No, no, no.
1: No one's gonna allow somebody to attack their borders just free willy nilly. But they know who's Hamas and who's not, right? And and you know, just launching you know, airstrikes just to launch airstrikes and be like, oh, okay, well, we killed 30 Hamas. Well, yeah, but you probably
2: also killed 400 people who aren't Hamas, right? Um, What's your opinion on, on, there's been reports of Hamas hiding behind children, hiding behind their families, right? Like they, they will put um, arms in like behind schools or under schools, things like that. They'll hide in public areas. So then israel can't attack them right what's your opinion on that do you think it's something true? like
1: that i think the only way to resolve that efficiently is a ground assault right um yeah i mean it's not through airstrikes but that was that's what was pissing me off in the obama area era right is that everybody loves obama right um you know obama this and obama killed Osama bin laden and all this bullshit, dude obama killed thousands of innocent people through airstrikes like he was known as like the drone king right like he would just yeah. send there were so many drone strikes under the Obama administration. And so we're not innocent of that either. And we probably created the next generation of terrorists because innocent people getting killed. And when there's an airstrike at a fucking wedding or a funeral, you know, all those people are going to retaliate. Right. And that's also the endless cycle of revenge here, um, that Israel and Palestine need to overcome as well. And that's probably more embedded than anywhere else in the world. Um, then that's why I'm not just a firm believer of just air striking, bro. Like, yes, yeah. say what you want about a ground invasion, but you always need boots on the ground for those types of situations. And and not only that, but you also need special forces to help you out with that, right? Um special forces can get in and out quickly and and, you know, help assess those types of things too. So, um but no, I'm never, I mean, but I will say though, like I come at this from a different light, right? Like me and you have seen war. We've seen the ugly side of war. We've seen young men, women, children get killed needlessly through war. So I look at this from that lens too, right? Like, or I think about the innocence more than I do. Like, no, kill Hamas all fucking day. Israel, go at it. Wipe them off the fucking face of the earth. Like they're a bunch of fucking douche nozzles. Kill them, right? I worry about the innocence that are just... You know, have no choice but to live in that area and be surrounded by Hamas, right? Even though they may not necessarily support them, and that—that's—that's that's the issue here, right? Um, and yeah, I mean, dude, there's 2,700 people, I think they said, that have been killed in in Palestine. Who knows uh, how I just many heard of those? A few hours were,
0: ago, it was over three thousand now.
1: Or it's over? Did it hit the three thousand mark? That's not surprising. There's going to be much more dead, especially that's twice in as many as Israel now they can't get humanitarian aid that's only gonna skyrocket um yeah man i don't know it's ugly but i think about the innocent people here right um and then but largely i also think about well how the fuck do we resolve this so we're not doing this again for another
2: seventy. i think you made a good point earlier about the airstrikes um yeah. I, I think we've dehumanized that right we when you see ground forces going in that's we see that as as an invasion right and the optics on that on a public level are, are much worse than airstrikes because airstrikes are kind of we see them as targeted, but they're really kind of not uh, somewhat right. They're not perfect. Um, and, and they're more disconnected, at least on our side. Right. When we when Obama was bombing everybody, we we're not losing U.S. troops. Right. So you don't see a, a death count going on our side. Uh, we just see you know the enemy being attacked and and it feels good because we didn't lose anybody.
1: Well, um, but can I just do one quick rebuttal on that though? Yeah. But then you get things like Benghazi, right? Yeah, we right. may not directly have lost US troops, but we also lost a US ambassador, you know, partly because of those types of things happening.
2: Yeah, but but I agree with you on on the aspect that ground troops are more effective and and we uh, Hamas. Maybe they should have um done like a, a three prong attack where they they just surrounded Gaza and just came right in, um, ground forces, yeah. right? But then I mean we would still have these protests in the streets saying that uh they're invading uh Gaza and, and that it's an invasion, right? And the airstrikes that can be seen more defensive. It's it's really about optics, I would say.
1: But but Netanyahu has already declared war, right? So, yeah. what's, you've already declared war. So, why not send the ground troops in?
2: Yeah. You know, but I mean, tactically, I mean, that's kind of, they're following the same thing that we do airstrikes first, and then you send in the ground force. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The thing is, though, is that if you don't have boots on the ground, how the, how can they confirm if your airstrike was effective
2: or not? You said they already have, you yeah, have, yeah. they have some of the best intel in the world. Yeah. Um, um, you, you said that dude, yourself, look, right?
1: Look at how many times we killed another prime example. Look how many times we killed Anwar al-Awlaki and, you know, other Al-Qaeda leaders do airstrikes just to find out they pop up their little head like a fucking mole two months later. I'm like, oh, I'm alive. Hi. Ha, yeah, ha. Right. Fuck you. You yeah. know, so, so that's why you need ground troops. Right. Um, yeah. or, but, and not even ground troops <laughs> send in special forces. And, and I'm not saying they're not, I'm sure, um, I'm I'm sure they're special. Breaking in
0: breaking in breaking news that goes into that as of 35 minutes ago, Iran put out a public statement uh, as of an hour and a half ago, Iran said. Uh, we're going to have to ha- take uh, preemptive measures to what's happening uh, before they even attack on the ground, we were probably getting involved 35 minutes ago they justified that further expounding saying the US is already involved in the uh, Israel war. So why not us?
2: They want to hold okay. But if they're saying the U.S. is already involved, is that saying that they're going to put ground troops and, and attack Israel, or is that just saying that they're going to fund? I think uh, they're. Hamas?
0: I think that whatever they do, they're going to justify it by saying the U.S. entered the conflict first.
2: Even if uh, I think good. they're. I think they're going to send money that way. Obviously, they got weapons, right? Um, because Gaza is not making their own M16s they're not doing they, any of they that They were stuff. making
0: their own rockets. Well, uh um,
2: Dude, Vladimir Putin already said that the Putin. US got involved
1: fucking like the day after the invasion happened. He was like this is because of the US. <laughs> so I mean, come on, you know. Well,
0: yeah, they just made that. Well, they're right now I feel like all they're doing is trying to build up their case because it's going to happen, right? Like they they want to get involved. But they need to have justification. They're like, yeah, no, we're being cool, dude. We're not doing anything wrong. Just don't do anything because then we'll react. And then they're like, oh, 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 look, 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 they did something. You know, now it's time for me to go. Yeah,
2: I, I don't know. I, I think most countries are at this point where we're fighting proxy wars. Like like when it comes to these bigger, stronger um, superpowers, um, we we prefer proxy wars. We We don't prefer hands-on. We don't like to get our hands dirty.
1: The word you're looking for is clandestine action. You no, know, like clandestinely. Yeah, we we've been supporting all these fucktards for years. You know, um to gain intel militarily or, or to...
0: involved the U.S. I just saw that now. Yeah. They believe that we are already well, militarily involved. So, uh,
1: Iran is talk too So talk yeah. is cheap. We'll see what they do. You know, they've been talking yeah. shit for years. You know. But yeah. did you know that Israel has been doing strikes in Iran for years, too? So, um, yeah, it was just a few years ago. They did an airstrike on a fucking supposed nuclear factory um, in Iran, which I was like, holy shit. And I said, like, damn, that's directly like invading <laughs> Iran and Iran didn't do shit about it. So, so, you know, who
0: question. The, the foreign minister of Iran is the one making these statements and has been putting all this out. And he talked about the preemptive action in the coming hours um, against the war crimes of Israel. And he warned Israel that there is a resistance axis. Why would you choose the word axis to name your group of buddies? Because every time there's an (laughs) axis of evil yeah like why not call it like the resistance buddies the resistance friends (laughs) the super friends of resistance something that doesn't put the axis of evil nothing that ties you to nazis like who came up with the who's their fucking pr
1: like is he gonna be um is he is, is he gonna use the word strategery too i mean is that I going to pop so. up in, How do you in in the in I, I hope this guy speaks like trump i really do like you know
2: <laughs> it just yeah, gets I mean, translated differently we have idiots like lindsey graham running around talking about you know all-out disaster all-out war um uh, level right i mean yeah there, there's a lot of talking heads
0: i know you want yeah. the exact quote i found the exact quote the possibility Iran. of preemptive Iran action is... by the resistance access is expected in the coming hours
1: okay we'll see what Axis,
0: like why would you say axis like that's the part that's bugging me the most it's like uh we're gonna be the legion of doom friends <laughs> like <laughs> the legion of doom freedom <laughs> like
1: that would be it. funny you have like an iranian doomsday guy fucking come in and just invading <laughs> You
2: wasn't magneto's like group of mutants like the, the mutants of evil or something like that they were The
0: mutant brotherhood weren't they
2: yeah i think they oh, were the brotherhood yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, the Brotherhood of Mutants, which makes sense because it's the Muslim Brotherhood, and then the Resistance Axis. I am waiting for the Legion of Doom.
2: M- maybe the Sinister Six. <laughs> 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 they're,
1: they're just ripping off every no. comic book
2: yeah, villain instead of
0: actually like. What, if there's the six hero?
1: countries that invade Israel, then yeah, then we should call them the Sinister Six.
0: I'm just saying, like, pick the good guys' names, steal them before we do, like, so we would be like, ah. They got to that one first. Like, <laughs> yeah. Damn it! We were gonna go Justice League. <laughs> we were gonna be the Avengers. The Avengers. Like it's it's right there. Just be yeah, like we are the uh, Arab Avengers. Like you could have said that. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Axis, bro. <laughs> like you fucked up.
2: That's all. I'm saying. Yeah, that would have been solid. Yeah, real marketing mistake there by uh by Iran. Well,
1: well, doesn't Iran think that the Holocaust was fake too? So, there's a
2: lot of people that think the Holocaust was fake.
0: I don't understand that. I I don't.
2: Why I do mean, people what? believe what they believe? You know? I,
0: just I guess don't I can know. understand the reasoning
2: because, like, the the buildup, uh, the the Germans, the Nazis, they kept it very quiet. Like, we didn't learn about those those atrocities until forty five. We were in Germany. Mm-hmm. right so yeah yeah france uh, and the
0: us found it at the same time right
2: when you have something that big that uh, a bomb of that size just drop on your lap and and it justifies the war that you're fighting tremendously um uh, i can see how it leaves this step uh skip speculation uh, speculation that um that it was planted right because i mean it makes one side look like the clear good guy and and Most of the time, war isn't just purely good versus evil. It's a lot more complicated than that. seems like Um, when they use the word
0: axis, things started going downhill for Germany. Once once
2: you have like a a genocide or, you know, anything of that sort, no, no, It, 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 you could be skeptical of why, um, why one side just looks so good, so... I can yeah. see where it came from, but there's way too much evidence to the contrary. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. But Mono, um, we'll see what Iran does, dude. Like, Iran likes to fluff and, you know, likes to talk so a big game, away. but they don't do shit. So I don't think Iran also... gets
2: involved unless they got the back of Russia, unless Russia's backing them.
1: Which. I don't know. If, well, I don't know
2: what they do at this
1: point, you know. Um, but we'll see. I'm sure Russia anything that's counter U.S. Russia's supporting. So just like yeah. we're supporting everything counter Russia. So.
0: The last point I wanted to make is if the intent was to kill the peace talks between Saudi Arabia and Israel, congratulations, you accomplished
1: that. Oh so well, yeah, it everybody knew that that was going to go bye bye.
0: Um, it was on its way,
1: It but, was. But Saudi Arabia's uh, they're they're kind of in a precarious situation themselves. So, um, but dude, like I've hated Saudi Arabia from the fucking very beginning. They're the most fucking corrupt goddamn country out there. The whole fucking Saudi royal You're family. about and, co- and, Cotter, you know, like I mean, and and their prince, you know, who murdered what was his name? Um, the reporter <laughs> Shoghi. Um, like I mean. Dude, and and that's just who knows what other countless fucking atrocities. But, um, and dude, go back to nine eleven where you know most of the hijackers were Saudi. So yeah. there's there's also that front too. But we continue to support fucking Saudi Arabia and love them. So, well, a week um, from
0: now we're gonna have a different update. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it won't take up the whole show, but you never know. This this is interesting, and you're very well versed on it. I've been waiting for you to get back because I know you studied this shit.
2: Yeah, well, it's, Greg, um, thank you, thank you, on this episode for uh, bringing the comedy back. <laughs> yeah, this was the funniest episode we've had. <laughs> Not on this
1: episode, but oh the, my god, the other episode that came. Out. Hey, but I a joke laughing. or two on this one, so there you go. Um, axis but no, good of comedy. The axis of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's Greg. Yeah. <laughs> He's a one-man axis of comedy.
1: That's it. Yeah. Oh god. Please. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, well anyway. Um well yeah, it's good to be back. Um, you know, hopefully this wasn't too boring of an episode and we actually brought some good points, counterpoints. So um, but email us infotakewarning.network. Um hit us up on social media. We'll be definitely posting um, you know, there. Um so hit us up on there, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the next one.
0: Should I play a funny I... outro?
1: Play whatever you want, Rick.
0: To balance it out. I don't know, I'm asking you. No, no. Normally, I'm like clown, clown outro
1: anyway.
0: Okay, no clown noises then.
1: Hopefully, duper's internet will be back next week.
2: <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, dude. Buddy. Thanks for showing everybody that you can have a reasonable conversation with me. Yeah, like, dude. We Yell is crazy shit at me. We actually have conversations. I appreciate that. He Thank made you. the
0: same fucking points I made a week ago.
2: But you say stupid shit like, you throw an abortion <laughs> and shit in there just to fucking try to, <laughs> try to well, stir it a pot of it.
1: You bring up a good point because. When I'm listening to, I'm like, okay, Rick, just stop trolling him. Like, just stop trolling him, Rick. Can't like, help like it. have a good counterpoint without a troll. It's
0: sometimes <laughs> it's really hard not to troll. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's it's yeah. in my blood.
1: But all right, all we need to stop this feed because Duper's walking around and we don't yeah, know where he's weird. going. So
0: all right. I think he's going to take a shit. So let's get off before
1: he starts
2: blasting. I got one percent data. It's about to die.
1: <laughs> all right. Bye everybody. Bye-y. Hey there, you. Hey, you right there. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate us, and give us some comments on your favorite podcast platform. The more you subscribe, rate, and comment increases the chances that the algorithm will make Rick and Duke talk less, which is a win for everyone. Also, follow us on our social media platforms for more additional content from the show. Lastly, email us at info at if you want to send us something special. Have a nice day.